Well, hello everyone and welcome once again to another episode of Homeschooling Matters, where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling, as well as the value of homeschooling and as homeschooling parents, because we spend a lot more time with our children than the average parent who works outside of the home. We will be discussing some parenting matters as well. I do have our daughter with me. That's our 16-year-old daughter, Emily. I have to qualify that because we do in fact have four. Um, I'm asking her to be with me today. She's a little shy, but I'm asking her to be here with me today because she recently just accomplished um, something really spectacular in spite of humongous challenges. And I did share a bit of it on our Facebook page, Living Large. Again, if you're not yet following that page, if you have liked and followed the page, please do so. That's where you get to see and hear a lot more. Apart from what I do on Homeschooling Matters podcast, you get to hear a lot more about my family and myself and how we basically do life as a large family of 10. So um, if you didn't see that post, basically, Amy, as you know, is homeschooled as with all the other children. And she had to write an exam. The exam is usually sat by students around ages 16 or 17 years old, and sometimes even 18, 19 years old, right? Depending on how late they started school and if they had any challenges. We decided to give her a, a stab at it, let her take a stab at the exam um, this year. She was only, of course, 15 at the time. Um, the reason why we decided that, because really and truly, <laughs> I still have five young ones, including Brianna, our 13-year-old, and Joey, Nang, Jesse, Seven, recently turned seven, that is, Kiara, recently turned five, and Desiree, who's on the cusp of becoming three in January, God willing. And so my plate is really full. So I was like so happy to graduate her if it was at all possible. Not that I was trying to get rid of her, but I was happy and willing to see her move on and transition out of our homeschooling academy or nest, right? And so made a decision just to see, just like with her brother who did the exam when he was about 14 years old when he signed up. Let's just see, you know, how you would be able to do in this local examination, rather regional examination, because it's sat by students across the entire region within the Caribbean. And when we made the decision for her to do that, she basically had like three months before the exams to prepare for them. Now, this exam, people are being taught the subject matter and material for several months. Right. So from their fourth form year, for those of you in Trinidad and Tobago and within the Caribbean, you will understand what I'm talking about. So for an entire year, form four, and then for the first half of form five, preparation is being made for these specific exams. Well, we decided we will take a stab at it. Andrew had done it in three months. We figured let's see if she can do the same thing. And so we did. Now, um, we don't have anything to prove, but it is a school leaving exam. It is very important locally to write this exam to be able to transition, whether it be to the world of work or to go on to tertiary level institutions. They all ask for the same thing, basically several passes in math and English and whatever subject matter you want to go into. And so we decided to take a stab at it at the beginning um, uh, this year. And so she wrote the examinations, but prior to that, she was having some health challenges. Amy has been having some serious and chronic headaches for the past about three years, right? And you could come in and you can talk with me too, uh, so that I'm not bumping my gums alone. So she's been having these headaches, like migraine headaches. And I suffered with migraine headaches when I was a child, um, teen and even young adult as well. And I didn't want it for her. So it really hurt me that she was having this. And being the super sensitive child that she is, she would downplay or hide or mask 
when she would be in pain and we wouldn't know until she lashes out or she is not herself her usual cheer cheerful loving caring self she's kind of snappy that is when we would know that something is wrong and so we had we had asked her doctor about it the doctor hadn't seen her but we had told her about the symptoms and so on and doc suggested we do an mri now mris are not cheap right guys it's a scan of the brain special machinery you have to go to specific places to get this thing done i think we did that at the beginning of this year right because we didn't know for a very long time just how severe these headaches were um and then of course she would always be sneezing and and struggling to breathe at times yes folks long before all this drama she was having these issues but again she downplayed it not wanting to be a burden, seeing how full our lives were, etc. And so I think it was at the beginning of this, this year, or maybe late last year, um, we t it was late last year, we took her for an MRI, and thankfully they found nothing wrong. They found nothing. Because of course, you know, you're thinking, is there a clot? Is there this? Is there a growth? We didn't know what to expect. All we knew that our daughter was in excruciating pain, and sometimes all she could do was to sleep. We decided to take a stab at the exams, as like I mentioned, and she was for it because I think she too was at a point where, you know, let's just get something done. So at this point in time, once we decided to let her write the exam, we were just focused on the particular subjects that she was going to write. So it was the math, the English, the principles of business, the economics, the social studies, and all the different subjects that she wrote. Those were the, those were the ones we were focusing on. I didn't buy the textbooks, just like with Andrew, I simply purchased the CSEC study guides. And for those of you in Trinidad and Tobago, you can find those CSEC study guides at any um, popular bookstore. They range from about $140 to about $175. And we just bought those and she just basically studied the content of the study guides. Because if it's a guide for studying for the exam, it should have everything that she needed. And so that's what we did to prepare. But even though the books are not overly thick or anything, it was still a bit of a challenge um, at times. So, so basically, we would, you know, she would get up in the morning, very lethargic because sometimes she couldn't breathe during the night. Sometimes the headaches were so intense that she couldn't really sleep. And so she'd get up very lethargic in the morning and then be very sleepy, very tired, having to go back in to lie down, not having the drive and the motivation that she needed to prepare for the exams. But somehow I still felt that she should take a stab at it, even though realistically she would have only now been going into form four um and she had an extra year i just wanted her to be past this hurdle and because it was lending itself to a uh, um a measure of depression as well i wanted her to get a win i wanted her to feel you know a sense of accomplishment and so for the three months just before the examination she focused on the particular subject matter i enlisted the help of two teachers to help her um, prepare for the examination, right? Remember, she doesn't have the year and a half plus whatever extra years and extra lessons that most would have. And she also doesn't, we weren't following the local curriculum at all. And so I didn't know what the curriculum entailed or anything. I just knew that these are the subjects that she was interested in doing. And these are the ones that she was going to attack for the exam. And the long and short of the story is that, you know, she would do her classes with her teachers when they were available because not all the time they were available they had other you know and they only met her with her for one hour basically per subject right and the other work she did on her own in spite of the challenges guys the only problem we had with amy was her opposition and block towards mathematics specifically she was doing very well in math before 
and then all of a sudden she couldn't remember basic things in math it's like she lost her memory where math was concerned and math of course is a crucial subject she has to write it because you need it to go forward and uh, i pleaded with her i tried with her i got angry with her at times i was frustrated because it's like you know you need to do this one i mean if nothing else you need to at least have math and english to be able to press forward and it was about two weeks before the examination somewhere and thankfully they, they pushed back the exam because of the whole covid situation um, and she ended up having a little bit more time so about two weeks before the exam date for mathematics was when emily came around so we went from having three months to prepare everything she needed to know in math to being fitted being down to two weeks guys and in those two weeks i was there with her she was pushing i was pushing we would work on past papers that a friend of mine was able to furnish us with um there were things one or two topics i would have forgotten in math i had my friend that i could rely on and ask a question or two if needed but pretty much in two weeks we just pushed and we were able to cover all that was needed and she ended up passing every single subject to God be the glory. So I just want to really give God praise and thanks, guys, this Friday, fantastic Friday. We call it um, Fantastic Friday on Living Large when I do my crafting videos. And now it's being known as Foodtastic Friday because it's all about food and fun. Um, but I really want to give God all praise and thanks because he alone did it. And the ironic thing is that when she would we would drop off to do the examination because she of course is signed up as a private candidate and there are people who sign up to do exams maybe people who had written exams before adults who are going back to school or going back to try and get a better pass or to, to get a pass you know you you sign up as a private uh, private candidate and um so she has that facility and for those of you who are wondering about things like sbas and labs and that type of thing well sbas are now a part of the examination those are called school-based assessments. And because she's a home school candidate, they do have something that she can do in lieu of the SBAs, which will be something called the Paper 3. And um, she's having a bit of a tough time, guys, because of a lot of her Sahara dust, and she's having a bit of um, breathing issues. But, um, yeah, so she was able to go in and do the exams, and we would drop her off to the various institutions. I mean, it was UCT, University of Trinidad Tobago, she would write the exams at. And occasionally, depending on if a lab was needed, she would go to a... Uh, secondary school as well and she would be dropped off for a two and a half hour two and a quarter hour examination and an hour and a half after the start of the exam she's calling us we're done mommy i'm done daddy i'm finished and so her father was petrified at one point in time because he's like nikki it's either she is a genius a prodigy or something's wrong and we would have these conversations and I would always remember telling him, you know, everything is going to be fine. We trust God. Everything is going to be fine. And so that is why, you know, I wanted to share with you guys, especially for people who are a bit hesitant to homeschool all the way through secondary school. I have done it not once, not twice. This is the third time. Granted, our first son went back into the system in Form 4. But remember, he went back into the system in Form 4, not having followed the local curriculum and still graduating with 10 passes, two of which he did not do in school at all. We just had write the exam now, just for the fun of it. And he was able to get distinctions or all A's in his profile as well. And then he went on to do A-levels. It was the same thing. He got eight ones. Um, with our other son, it was the same thing. And he is graduated, as you know, and already very gainfully employed by the company who he had done an inter internship with after he was finishing up 
um, his degree. His, he has his bachelor's in mass communication. And then because he has his own um, vlog and that type of thing on YouTube, he has um, his own podcast type of thing. He got called for an, a podcast interview recently and they were so impressed with him. They offered him, this is an international podcasting um, group people. I don't know who they are. They're very well known apparently in the US and they offered him his own platform, his own podcast show. It really is amazing guys that I just want to share it with you, not to show off or anything at all. It's always about to, my, my purpose is always to motivate and to encourage you and to inspire you to do what I know you can do. All right. Just by way of information, I will be starting a third cycle of the e-course simply because people are very interested in the e-course. People are not liking to be bullied and victimized and coerced and so forth with all that's happening within these past few months. And so more and more people are looking at homeschooling as a viable option. And so I will be running another cycle. It will be the last for the year. It will start on the 28th of October, which is next week, Thursday. And we will finish, don't worry, you're finishing well before Christmas. We'll be finishing, I think, on the 8th of December. All right, guys. So look out for that. You can get more information on my website, NikkiRodrigues.com. You can go NikkiRodrigues.com forward slash success guide to get even more information concerning it. Once you go to my website, you will be taken. Once you look for homeschooling support, you'll be taken directly to the webpage. All right. So take good care until next time. God bless you. Bye-bye.